Hi, this is Tyler Treff, and you're behind the mic with SNC Fan Chat. Wah, 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 you're behind the mic with Straight No Chaser, official podcast show. Yeah, you're behind the mic, Chaser. you're behind the mic for news, interviews, and more. Hey Chasers, this is Shana. This is Dave. And this is Cena. And you're listening to SNC Fan Chat behind the mic with Straight No Chaser. So we're in the midst of a great interview series. Hey, hey Shana, I'm going to interrupt you. Today is the first day of spring. Can you believe it? It is? It is. Today is the first day of spring, and with spring comes love, and, you know, there's a lot of chaser love going around, and I I, I hate to do this right before this fantastic interview coming up, and uh, but i got to give a special shout-out to one of, our, one of my dear friends. Uh, she's a chaser and a good Facebook friend, and I know she really really, really loves this warmer weather. Kimberly Lux, got to say hi and hope you enjoy this warmer weather. All right, sorry to interrupt, Shana. Go ahead. (laughs) That's quite all right. Well, since it is the first day of spring, um, we have another great interview for you. We have an interview with first tenor extraordinaire, Tyler Trepp, so we hope that you enjoy this interview with Tyler. Hey, Chasers, this is Shana. This is Dave. And this is Tina with SNC Fan Chat, behind the mic with Straight No Chaser. We have with us today the fantastic Aka Guru, first tenor, and SNC's most eligible bachelor, Tyler Shrepp. What's going on? Eligible bachelor. I like that. I like that little addition. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, kid. Just for you. Absolutely. <laughs> glad to have you here tonight, Tyler. So glad to have you on SNC Fan Chat. Good. It's good to be here. You know, I uh, it's been uh, I think it's been almost exactly a year, but uh, um, it's always come to kind of come. It's always fun to come on uh, come on the fan chat and talk to you guys and kind of you know talk to the uh, the other fans as well who are not um, hosting and and uh, you know kind of give them a little insight on kind of what we're doing. And we always love having you come on the fan chat too. Good. So, Mister Aka Guru. To start everything off tonight, how have you been since we've chatted with you last year? Uh, I've been good. I've been really good. We uh, we've been busy, of course, as always. Um, last year was was a was a was a pretty busy year for us. Um, as you guys all know, we uh, we did Atlantic City for a second summer, and we did another big fall tour, which was which was a big success. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was uh, 2011 was a good year. So we uh, I can't complain at all. It's been good. I know you mentioned a lot of things that you guys did last year, you know, between touring, recording your new EP, um, your second residency in um, Atlantic City, and then, of course, filming your PBS special. If you had to choose just one thing from 2011, what would the highlight be for you? Ooh, that's uh, that's really tough. Um, Probably when Indiana beat Kentucky in the basketball game. (laughs) Boom, that's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> it has nothing to do with our group. 
That was a lot of fun. We uh, were in San Diego. And we got to go to a, <clears throat> an IU kind of alumni event at this uh, at this place, and they all you know had a lot of TVs around. There was a bunch of people from IU there, and it was just you know of course an amazing ending to a to an awesome game. And we had a we had a great time, and that that day was that day was pretty cool. Uh, I probably would say with as, as far as group wise, the highlight was definitely uh, the Macy's the Macy's Day Parade. That was. That was a lot of fun for us, um, being in that and uh, being a part of, of of something that you know a lot of us have watched for so many years on TV um, on Thanksgiving. So that was that was really cool. Um, first of all, when we found out that we were going to do it, and then second of all, actually doing it, um, it's you know like a parade experience that you've that you've never it's nothing. It's like like nothing else. It's uh, it's really it's really cool. There's a lot of people there, um, and of course you get to go on TV, and that's always cool. <laughs> well, that is very awesome. So. Looking at your 2012, I mean, Shannon has already started out with a big bang since you came back from your first headlining tour in the U.K., so what are you looking forward to the most as 2012 progresses? Um, yeah, of course, the U.K. was, was really good. It was, a, it, was a, it was a lot of fun, and we and we um, were very happy with how it went. Um, it was just a quick two weeks, but uh, we went really, really well. Um, I think this year we're all pretty excited to hopefully um, find some time to record a new album. Um, I know we did the EP um, last year at, towards the end of the year, but I think we're we're kind of excited and, and we're going to really try to map out some time to record a full album sometime this year. And I think that, uh, that all ten of us are really excited about that. We've got a lot of ideas flowing, um, a lot of ideas coming from us, a lot of ideas coming from the label, um, and we're we're pretty excited about putting that together and, and getting something new out for the fans this year. Nice. Very cool. So how was the UK yeah. tour? It was good. It was good. Um, <laughs> it was a little cold um, at some some points, um, but we went to a lot of cool cities um, and got to got to a lot of guys got to explore and, and kind of go out and see the sights. Um, I think Edinburgh was my favorite up in Scotland. That was a uh, that was a pretty cool city. I uh, I went on a run one day and um, kind of ran up this mountain thing and uh, looked over the whole city. It was pretty cool. I was a uh, pretty awesome day for me so but all in all it went well um the crowds there were awesome were fantastic we uh performed in a really cool venue in london um that had great acoustics and then we did our um their off mic song at the end like we like we usually do um and uh it was it was just awesome it was a cool experience so everybody was happy um management was happy uh so it was a, it was a good tour and um we were very very well received and we hope to be going back there um Fairly soon. Hey Tyler, uh, quick question. You just uh, spurred a thought here. Um, you talked about off the, you know, the off mic songs, uh, you know, that you do at the end of the show. Um, are you able to do that at every venue, or is it depending on? Does it depend on the acoustics? I, I'm just asking. Um, no, that, that's a good question. Um, if we if we can, um, and we usually do, um, yeah. Sometimes the venue uh, just, you know. Just for whatever reason, it doesn't have doesn't have as good as as acoustics as other places, um, and so we just choose not to, um, or um, you know, the crowd isn't into it as much as as much as we wanted, and uh, we just you know we just choose not to do. It. We like to save it as kind of something special for the for the fans, just you know. So if they were you know, there's a really really rowdy crowd tonight, we want to give them something special. So yeah, we don't do it at every show, but yeah, sometimes it depends on the acoustics, um, and if we are in a really Good house for acoustics, like um, 
the one in London that we were at, and also there's um, a really cool venue we performed in in, in uh, Baltimore. It's like at a, at a symphony hall um, that has great acoustics as well. So it's just it's kind of like it's really cool to to do a song without the mics. You can hear you know all the voices really really well, and it's uh, it's a uh, make sure that song to be even more even more special. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's great. Uh, I know a lot of chasers really enjoy when you guys do that at the end. It just, it, like you said, it makes the sh- uh, show or the whole concert seem that just that much more special. Yeah. Yep, and it's yep, it's fun for us too. We we love that moment as well. So anyway, you're about to head back out on the tour circuit. You're going to be visiting various cities around Canada and the U.S. this spring. If you were forced, and I mean, if you were really forced. You know, had your hands tied behind your back and forced. <laughs> choose, choose a, a certain city as your favorite. What would it be? Um, it's like other than my hometown. Yeah, you know, like if you're here in Ohio, uh, up on the north coast, and you and I were like sitting at uh, some watering hole, and I said, Tyler, I'm forcing you to choose the best city. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, if I, uh, if I had to choose, um, well, first of all, the, the spring tour, we, we did one two years ago and, and the weather is always better, you know, it's just, you know, getting towards spring and all the, all the cities, you know, are, are warming up and it's always, always good weather. So we have a good time on spring tour. I, I enjoy the spring tour. If I had to choose, I probably would say somewhere in California. I don't, I can't name a city, but it's probably somewhere in California. Southern California or Northern California? Gee, that's tough call. I like both. Well, I like a lot of cities, but California just seems to be seems to be just a cut above the rest for me, anyway. Um, I like I like South Carolina too, also Chicago. This is a random question, but because I'm a foodie, I'm going to ask it. Which city have you ever been to that has the best food? Because you guys always tweet these awesome dishes. And I always salivate every time I see them. Which city has the best food that you've been to? Um, I can't say that a city has the best food, but on my um, on my profile on the site, I have like five places or five places like around the country that that like are the, some of the best restaurants that I've ever been to. Um, one of them is a whiskey kitchen in Nashville. Um, another one is a good Mexican place in Atlanta called Nueva Laredo. Um, one is a, a seafood oyster place in Baltimore called Rallies. Um, there's, you know, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but those are like, you know, top three. Those are some, some really good places. Of course, um, Scotty's is a place that is in <clears throat> Indiana that a lot of us that went to college like that place too. That's got a lot of good food too. So there's kind of some different restaurants around the country that I like that, you know, if we're in that area, we always make it a point to go try, try to go to and need some good food. Seems that this year is going to bring a lot of fun. One, of course, being the first ever SNC Cruise. So can you tell us a little bit about that, how it came about? Um, the cruise, yeah, I'm really excited about this, and I know a lot of guys are too, because um, a lot of us have worked on cruise ships um, before. Uh, myself, I worked on a ship for two years, and, and um, I think our manager just kind of had this idea that you know a lot of other artists do these um, do these charters of cruise ships, and they you know bring their fans on, and they just kind of have a vacation, and and you know cruise out in the Caribbean islands, and and have some fun, and and get to see some shows, and we get to sing for people, and um, he thought that'd be a good idea, so we were on board. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to do it. It's going to be uh, 
going to be a lot of fun. We're doing three shows. It's like a five-day cruise out of Miami, so it's going to be in October, so it'll be really nice. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a lot of um, a lot of friends, a lot of family, a lot of um, chasers, I hope. I hope a lot of chasers go. Um, and, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited. I'm excited to, uh, to, be on, to be on a ship again. That'll be fun. Very cool. Now, I have another question to ask in relation to the Essence Cruise. On the cruise, will you be wearing your captain hat? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, I should I should probably because I I was that's the hat I wore in the video. Um, it might not be that exact hat because I think someone else has that, but I will try to do my best to find that exact <laughs> one and wear it, wear it as much as I can. Except I won't wear it on stage, obviously, but I'll I'll do the best that I can. <laughs> of course, we love to see as many uh as many many of our fans out there um, as we can because it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I know that a lot of chasers are really looking forward to it. I mean, I know that a lot of people have been exchanging messages and just saying, "Oh, we're so excited for the cruise." Yeah, I just I was on the uh, I was on the website the other day. It's you can find all the information at snccruise.com. dot com. Yeah, hey. See what I did there? See what I did there? A little plug. Um, no, I was I was I was on there the other day because I was looking at stuff for my family, and there's like a there's like a, a link on there that says if you're just like a single person and you like need a roommate, you can find one on there. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. So I need a roommate. Uh, <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. I was like, I just, uh, should I, I ask her? I don't need a roommate. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. That, that that works really good for you, Tyler. That works really good yeah. for you. But I said something. I said something to Laura about that, and she didn't. It didn't go over too well. Oh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Just kidding. Yeah. All fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was good. Okay, so switching gears a little bit. Other than the dulcet tones of SNC, what types of music would we find on your iPod? Like. What are your favorite artists? What type of music do you love listening to? And what about a song or artist really grabs your attention? Um, those are all very good questions. Um, usually now, like when we're in a break, most of the time what's on my list are like the songs that I demo for the group so I can hear back the mixes <laughs> and make sure, make sure that they sound right um, before I send it off the group and um, they shoot down my songs. No, um, <laughs> that's, that's usually, that's usually oh, what I'm listening to. That's usually what I listen to. No, um, I listen to, um, lately it's been a lot of um, of the new Coldplay album. Uh, of Bruno Mars is a big fan of mine. Or I'm, wait, I'm a fan of his. He's not a fan of mine. I hope he's a fan of mine, but I don't know that. Um, let's see, what else? Um, of course, I like acapella music, so I'm always listening to that. Um, there is a Naturally 7 song I came across that's pretty cool. They do a cool version of More Than Words. Mm-hmm. So if you like acapella music, check out that track. Um, what about a song artist really grabs my attention? Um, I don't know. It's a, that's a hard question to answer. I, I guess this sounds this sounds bad, but I guess I just have to like it. I don't know. I just sometimes I hear a song and I just and I just like it. Um, I mean, of course I love acapella music and songs with voices or parts or harmony. Um, that usually attracts my attention first, um, or a or a really good soloist or something like that, or a good lead guy. Yeah, good question. So speaking of musical artists and music, what would you say is your favorite part about being a professional musician? My favorite part about being a professional musician is that it's not it's not really work. Um, 
I never, you know, think about this as a job. I think about this as something that I love to do, and I get to I get to do it for a living, you know. And we do get paid for it, so it's it's that's just you know that's just a bonus. So that's that's probably my favorite part, where you know my job is to go and entertain and sing you know, every night for different crowds of people. Um, and you know, whether whether however I'm feeling during the day or whatever happens, you know, it all. Um, Jerome and Seggy both say this. Whatever happens, you know, before the show, once you hit that stage, it's all gone, and you're just in your element performing for the flute people out there. And it's just, it's just like nothing else. It's not. It's a lot of fun. We we enjoy what we do, and we are so so fortunate to be doing it. So, are you saying that ladies aren't your favorite part of being a musician? Because <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I was looking for. That's why you're close number two. <laughs> yeah. You said the most there. Okay, moving right along. <clears throat> we recently asked Chasers to post questions on the SNC fan chat Facebook and Twitter pages that they would like answered. Uh, one of our friends, DJ Driscoll, wrote in and asked, exactly when was it and where were you when you realized you were going to be a professional singer? Um, it was the day that I got the call to be a part of this group. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 seriously, I, I had, you know, was singing on a cruise ship, but, you know, that really doesn't count. Um, hopefully my booking manager from that time listening to this podcast. Um, it was, I think it was like April of 2009 is when, you know, I got the call and Walt was on the other line and he said, you know, would you like to be a part of, of the straight chaser with Atlantic Records and that's when I was like, you know what, this is something I can see myself doing for, you know, a good amount of time down the road and that's when I was like, This is what what I'm gonna be doing for a while so that was uh that was the day and that's where I was. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean somewhere. <laughs> well there you go, yeah. DJ. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Very DJ. Cool. <laughs> so kind of going off what we were talking about before about the S N C cruise Laura Miller wants to know what you're looking forward to most about the cruise. Um, Cosmo <laughs> and Martini. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Um, no, I've, I've been to Cosmo before uh, when I worked on the ship, and it's a cool, it's a cool island. Um, in Mexico, there's a lot of beaches and just you know a lot of fun. You can you can uh, you know do whatever you want there. It's it's uh, it's, it's really cool. I like Cosmo. And I think I think martinis is just you know I don't drink those very often and the only time I did drink them often was on the ship and I'm excited to have some and or more of those. So Pamela Farley was wondering if any of you guys have perfect or relative pitch. Um, I hate giving other guys in the group compliments, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nice. Walt is actually really good. He has he has like the highest relative pitch I think ever. He can if we don't have a pitch pipe, he can give us a note and it's pretty dead on and pretty close. He's got a pretty good pitch. Well, for some of the fans who aren't as um, musically inclined as some of us are, would you just explain quickly what relative pitch is? Because some people may be thinking, what does that mean? Well, first of all, perfect pitch is when. You can basically pick a note out of the sky, and you can, like, if I said I needed a G, you could give me a G just by singing it back to me without hearing anything. 
Um, relative pitch is basically like just a step below that. Basically, you can give me fairly close to that note, but maybe not exactly. Like the, I, knew, I knew this guy in college who had the most ridiculous perfect pitch I've ever heard in my entire life. He, he, could, he would close his eyes and walk to the other side of the room, and you could play any notes on the piano, and he could tell you exactly what they were. Oh, it was insane. <laughs> That's crazy. It's also a really fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing up the listener uh, questions, Gail Lee wanted to, us to ask, if there's a particular venue that comes to mind that has the best acoustics. Yeah, um, we kind of answered that before, but um, just recently in London, uh, it was called the Union Chapel. Um, just amazing acoustics. Um, and like I said, we did we did, uh, did an off-mic song there, um, and it was just so quiet, and we could hear that last chord. You know, ring forever. It was um, it was really cool. Um, and then I also mentioned the I think it's called I think it's called Symphony Hall in Baltimore. Um, it's where the symphony plays, um, coincidentally. And it's just an awesome. It's an it's people that are out there remember that that's the show that the lights turned off, kept turning on and off during our set two years ago. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> but uh, but no, that that hall is really cool acoustics. Um, and and those are. Those are um, now two of, of, of my favorite venues as well. Very cool. Okay, yeah, so switching gears a little bit, why do you believe Straightener Chaser has succeeded in an industry where so many others have failed? I mean, the music industry is such a competitive business, and why do you think that Straightener Chaser has kept going for several years now? Um, it's a great question. Um, I And I think my answer is that it comes down to our live show. Um People don't really know, you know, they could hear us on the radio, they could see us on YouTube, or they could um, listen to our CDs, but they don't really get it, or they don't really know um, all of what we do or, or, or all of what we are until they come see us live and in person. Um, because it's not us up there just singing the songs and then leaving, you know, we, we, we you know, try to, to be entertaining as much as we can, we try to be funny, try to make fun of each other, we try to you know, make the crowd um, um, have the best time that they can because, you know, they, they came to, to see us and we want to make sure that they that they have a good time. Um, I've been to um, a couple other shows these past couple of years. I'm not going to name who the shows were, but, you know, they just went out there and they played the songs and then they left. You know, well, there's there's a lot more to a show than, than just that, and I think that's, that's kind of what we offer. So anyways, yeah, I, I think it comes down to our live show and just kind of how we interact with each other and how we involve the audience. Um, I will say that I've been to um, two shows that I did think that were really really well, really well done. Um, and one of them was Bruno Mars, who always involved the crowd and got the crowd to sing along with him. And the other one we just went to in London on one of our days. I went to see Gavin McGraw, and his was the same way. You know, the crowd was was singing along, he was making sure he was interacting with the crowd, and that was, those are two really good shows. So I think that's just kind of what it comes down to, is not, you're not just singing the songs, you're doing something else to engage the audience and making them feel like, you know, they're a part of the show or they're, or they're, or they're you know, a part of your group and they get to know you and, and have fun with you um, as well. Very cool. All right, this is a little off the beaten path, but excluding the other nine members of Straighten and Chaser, if you could get any musician, living or dead, who would be in your dream band? Like famous people? Mm. Well, if you if you could get any musician, yeah. How about 
How about the nine other guys that I went to college with <laughs> in my group? Because <laughs> uh, those, those, those are two different groups. Um, no, that's just that's just a, that's just funny because they all sang together in college and I really didn't. Um, I don't know. That's a, ah, that's tough. Steve Perry probably. Um, Carrie Underwood because he's awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also on Twitter now. Yeah, somebody who tweeted that at me. Some fan out there tweeted that at me. That was awesome. Thank you, whoever that was. Um, I boy, I I can't think of who being my dream band. I I mean, I don't know. I think I, I mean, I honestly think you would be nine other other guys who sing acapella. Now, would that be the guys I'm singing with now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's I hope they listen to that and hear that's funny and then tell me about it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I really enjoy acapella music, so yeah, it would probably be an acapella band with just some freaking awesome singers as well as myself. Nice. All right. Huh. So, Tyler, we've been asking this question to the other fellas uh, lately uh, during our S&C fan chat interviews, and so not to make you feel left out, <clears throat> do you have any super secret or not-so-super-secret news that you can tell us today so we can say you heard it first on SNC Fan Chat. Uh, what do the other guys say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, that, that's cheating. Uh, no, can't tell uh, you. Um, I love it. I, they say, actually, they said, I don't, ask Tyler. They said, what, I knew when, it. when you get I Tyler, knew it. ask him. I knew it. I have all the info. Um, <laughs> Boy, any super secret? I I don't know if I know any like things super secret or anything that I can that I can reveal. Um, boy, but, yeah, I will. I, I think I'm. Go- oh, here here's like it's not really it's just a it's not really a group thing. But it's kind of a me thing. Um, I am going to run my first half marathon in September. Oh wow! Hey. Well, hey, kudos to you and good luck. Yeah, yeah, I'm what going city? to. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to do it somewhere around Iowa, um, just because that's kind of, I think, where I'll be in September. At that time, it was me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to start training for it here um, this spring tour in the summer, and I'm going to run it in September. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, if you see it, if you're out on the, well, if you're coming to one of our shows in the spring tour and you see a guy who's lost running with an iPod, you know, really jamming out to his music, it's probably me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, again, hey, good luck to you, Tyler. Appreciate that. Do you have any advice for young people or older people, not to be discriminative, who are interested in the arts? Um, yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, arts as far as music, correct? Yes. I mean, yeah, unless you paint on I'm my side. I'm a horrible painter. <laughs> Um, um, I would say that, um, for younger people take piano lessons. Um, I know that's helped me and, um, I stopped probably too early, but it's helped me a lot, um, with my musical career, um, as far as singing, as far as, um, arranging music, of course it's helped out a lot. Um, so taking piano lessons was, you know, of course I didn't like doing it when I was a kid, but, you know, after a while I'm like, man, I'm glad I did that because... It helps so much um, 
with everything in music, with singing, with arranging, with with playing instruments, with, with doing everything. Um, and then practice, you know, as much as you can. Um, take voice lessons. Um, I took, I didn't take voice lessons until I was in college, and that was a that was a mistake because I learned a lot um, in those voice lessons in college. I was um, taught by those guys at Indiana that sang opera, so they just, you know, they blew me out of the room every time they sang. But, you know, it, it taught me taught me a lot about singing. Um, and, 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 you know, lessons can, can always help you because it always takes, you know, someone else to hear you um, who can help you. Always, uh, always is a good thing. Um, and then I think lastly, just listen, listen to all types of music if you can. You know, it, it always doesn't hurt to... Don't just stick into one genre of music to listen to, you know, kind of branch out and listen to, you know, different all types of music, classical, country, um, jazz, you know, just kind of listen to all types of music and just really expand your horizons just so you know. Um, you learn a lot of, learn, learn a lot more about music and, and it can help you in other aspects as well. Great advice. Well, thank you so much for a great interview, Tyler. We've had such a great time talking to you. But one last thing before I let you go. Do you have anything you want to say to the loyal chasers who are listening to the podcast right now? Um, sure. I think I said this last time, but you know, we we always appreciate you guys, and we just want to thank you for your continued support um, through these last, you know, four and a half years for the group, and three and a half years for me. Um, it's been awesome to see you guys at shows. Um, some of you at multiple shows, especially this last summer at Lang City, a lot of people came. Um, to a lot of shows out there. It was good to see all of them. Um, some people have, you know, traveled many miles to come see us. Um, Valerie from the UK is one of them. Um, so it was uh, good to see um, all those people travel to all of our shows. So we can't thank you guys enough. You guys are, are why, you know, we're doing what we're doing. You keep keep supporting us and keep coming to our shows and keep coming afterwards to say hi. So we thank you guys so much and we hope to see you somewhere on the road or in the future. Well, thank you again, Tyler, for taking the time out of your break to talk with us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always fun. We'll look forward to seeing you on the road also. Oh, I love, I love, I always love talking to Tyler. I know. He's just a great guy and it's so much fun always to talk to him. So, listeners, tell us what you think about tonight's interview with Tyler. What a great interview. But, of course, we always like to hear your feedback because it's all about uh, talking to you, talking, doing this for you fans, for your listeners, for the guys. It's just about having a great time. And, again, we always like to hear what you have to say. So, again, listeners, our email address is sncfanchat at gmail.com. Again, SNC fanchat at gmail.com. Look forward to seeing your letters. Yes, we are. And now it's time for news. Hey, you guys, uh, real quick, uh, you know what? A lot of news going on in the SNC world. Uh, more importantly than anything else, the guys are really super busy. I mean, we're looking at their schedule, folks, and it's like they got a day off here, a day off there. I mean... I mean, they really don't have any time off until after Memorial Day? Crazy, yeah, crazy. So, listeners, I know. So, listeners, if you got to, if you want to see them, they're in the States right now, and they're in California. They're going to move into Arizona and Colorado and Arkansas. And this is, this is crazy, a crazy spring. And, you know, we, of course, we here at SNC Fan Chat 
uh, wish the guys the extreme luck through this spring tour. So, uh, you know, listeners, again, Straight No Chaser, SNCMusic.com, <laughs> right? SNCMusic.com, and click the yes. tour tab, <laughs> tickets. Speaking right. of tickets, do you know what happens to people who don't pay their tickets? Well, Dan Ponce would know, since he just recently was arrested by Chicago well, police. Well, no, 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 he was not arrested. He was, now he wanted to make this very clear, he was not arrested, he was detained. Detained, for 10 minutes. Yes. But he was, he had the handcuffs on him, so. Yeah, the bracelets did look good on him, I have to admit. The silver bracelets, they, uh, he rocked it well. He rocked them well. <laughs> but, guys, but that, yes, that was course. really crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And he was talking on his radio show on WLS about um, how it was, more, it was more of an issue. It wasn't so much of an issue of, um, you know, journalists being detained or arrested or stuff like that, but it had more to do with, an issue of First Amendment rights. And it's really interesting to hear the discussion that was going on on the radio show. So if you can, you should log in and check on WLS because I believe that it was released as a podcast. So you can be, you'll be able to hear that um, their radio show with Dan and his brother Anthony, and they talked about it a lot. And it's a very interesting conversation. And if you would like to hear it, you can just check on WLS, and we'll also put up a link on our show notes on our blog. So be sure to check it out there. And um, be informed because it's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Uh, I wish I would have been able to hear the the radio uh, show on Sunday, but, uh, you know, I I couldn't. But uh, thanks, Shane. I'm so glad we're going to put that uh, link up for the podcast for our listeners because I'm sure a lot of people would love to hear that conversation. I mean, and not only uh, the First Amendment rights, but you're talking about public and private property. We're, I mean, they're on a sidewalk, a public sidewalk, for crying out loud. And uh, I, I, that's a hard line for me to um, comprehend. I mean, to me, a sidewalk's public property. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Dan, we love you. Uh, ho- hopefully you're listening to us today. Uh, we love you. And there, I guess there was a lot of love going out for you the other day. Uh, uh, Tina, Shana, what can you tell us about the the twittering going on that day? <laughs> it was very, it was very interesting. Since it was on St. Patrick's Day, um, <clears throat> I wonder if there were other factors involved. But <laughs> we, um, not to call anybody out, but um. I mean, it was very late at night, probably after um, Straight and Chaser had done their shows, and all of a sudden, I was on Twitter, and I see a whole bunch of hashtags sent out by um, members of our favorite 10-man acapella group saying, hashtag free Ponce, um, which was very interesting, and um, kind of brought to attention what has been going on. So, a bunch of us chasers on Twitter... Um, decided to play along and uh, tweet along, I guess. And so we tweeted the hashtag <laughs> Free Ponce. And actually, well, this is probably not that impressive because it was 1 o'clock in the morning, in the wee hours of the morning for the West Coast, which means it was even earlier and an even more absurd time over on the East Coast and the rest of the country. <clears throat> we actually got hashtag Free Ponce trending on during yeah. the Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, chaser power. 
There you go. Oh. There you go. It was a but lot man, of fun. We're so glad. We're, it was. It was we're a lot so of fun. glad you didn't get to spend the night in the big house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, gang. Just want to let you know, uh, there's a big Mac gathering. And for our listeners, Mac is uh, Mid-Atlantic Chasers are getting together at the end of this month. Uh, if you're in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area that weekend of March 31st, so if there are any chasers in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, Saturday, March 31st, you want to look up uh, like Cindy Musselman, uh, Tara Kellerman, uh, say, hey, see, see, if you want to get in on this, uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I wish I could be there, and I know they're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, just, it's a dinner thing. You know, they just get together, eat, have some laughs, so go for it. And that's all that we have for you for this episode. And stay tuned for next time when we're able to bring you the latest news and the greatest interviews with our favorite 10 minute acapella group, Straight No Chaser. So until next time, remember that you can't please any of the people any of the time. Thanks, Chasers, for listening, and see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. So, Shana, Kathy, Dean, and Tina, ready to go. S and C fan chat, time for the show. 